Hey, Zach, how's it going? All right. How about you? Uh, well, I don't know, man. I, I, I always looks fine on my end. My, my camera <laughs> always uh -huh. looks good on my end. I don't know how it looks to everybody else. I hope, I hope it's good because uh, we're we're a new ready. Hope. A we, new it's hope. a new hope. It's a new hope that the empire won't strike back. They will instead see a return to form. See what I did there? Yeah, because today we're talking about episode six, the Jedi ret returns. The, the the Jedi comes back for more. Um, yeah, so we're gonna talk about Return of the Jedi. Um, we've been going through in preparation for Rise of Skywalker. We're going through all of the released Star Wars films, uh, sans Clone Wars 2008, unless you want to watch that. I don't know. <laughs> it's, too, it's too late to fit it in now. Yeah. There's too many things. Also, it's kind of just like the first three episodes of the Clone Wars that just smashed together, basically, from what I understand. I've actually never seen it, mm. but I have seen the, the show. Um, but anyway, I when I was a little kid, I always kind of thought, like, I sort of... I'm gonna say like I kind of I think I preferred this one to Empire at least when I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. um, I think I just really liked the fact that it wrapped the story up and it was like a it was a good ending and I I liked the whole redemption arc that the Darth Vader undergoes. Spoilers, I guess for <laughs> <laughs> for a movie that came out in 1983. I that's I I've since reevaluated this film a little bit more. I I think. I guess just to start the discussion off, I think this this one probably has the most flaws of any of the original uh, trilogy films. I don't think that makes it bad by any means. I think I think for all people that I talk to that tend to say this one is the most flawed, there are some people that even say that that they would they prefer like Revenge of the Sith to this movie, which mm. I think they're crazy. Uh, I think there was a, we'll get to my thoughts on some of those prequels eventually I've, i i've never really like understood the the kind of like the weird backlash this movie kind of gets um i think there's problems with it but i don't think they negate from what the film brings to the table overall particularly in concluding the story yeah i mean definitely rewatching it this time uh, now that i've you know now I'm, i've grown older i can it's definitely like yeah there's parts of this that are like you know, a little eh. and this time uh disney plus is out but Guess what I didn't do? Yeah, I didn't watch it on Disney Plus. I watch. I I brought out my old VHS copy of this. <laughs> I watched it for it, and I said to a friend last night, I was like, "That's right. I would rather watch a four-three pan and scan, uh, low quality. I mean, low quality today standards version, cropped, not getting the full picture of the original film." Then watch a beautifully transferred version that's streaming, because I think the changes in this one for the special editions are probably the most offensive and egregious of any changes I could I could think of for all kinds of reasons. But I've been talking long enough. Zach, what are your thoughts on Jedi? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually genuinely curious because I knew you liked Empire. I'm kind of I'm definitely curious as to is your sort of mm. thoughts on uh, on Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I remember the first time watching it, <clears throat> and even like rewatching it. I feel like I rewatched it a year or two ago with my brother, and I remember really liking it. I was like, "Oh, why? Why does this one get so much flack?" I'm actually, I, I'm actually into this. I, I love the Ewoks. Big Ewok fan. Uh, honestly, yeah, too. I've yeah. always <laughs> liked the Ewoks, and I've 
and that's the thing. I, I don't. That's one of the things that people say is just that's George Lucas, like completely. That's that's his marketing thing. That's just he just wants to sell hmm. toys. It's like, well, George Lucas has been selling toys pretty well since the first one came out. I don't think he needed a special thing to sell more toys because I mean, you're gonna he's gonna sell toys no matter what he puts out. I I've always liked the Ewoks. I I, I agree with you there. I think they're they're fun. They're cute. Yeah, I mean they like, are, they are very central to the plot. Where it's like they're involved in way too much. It feels like, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I do really really like them. But yeah, the, you definitely see there's a, a lot of flaws. And I did watch the new version. I was like, I was oh, hoping God. you watched the new version so I could. I, you could I know, be, it, I know you could, it well enough to. Okay. I know it well enough to suffer along with you. There's <laughs> <Trust me. laughs> just some just, just some gross CGI in here. Oh man! Oh, this what they did to to Snice Doodles. In the in Jabba's palace, it was just like, okay, so that scene's like not really important, granted, but to replace all the puppet work that was going on in Jabba's palace for that scene for her for Snice Noodles number, all the different puppets that are around with her <laughs> dancing and stuff, and to replace it with it's like oh you get to see the guy you get to see his uvula shake and he's like ah like. <laughs> It's so embarrassing. It That's is the worst part. Yeah. Just embarrassing, and I can't believe. Um, and that lo- the freaking stretchy lips right in your face. Oh, they come gosh. right. In, it's like a three D effect. Did they do it for three D? Yeah. They didn't. Get, <laughs> they, they didn't. <laughs> they but didn't. You, better, you better believe when if uh, before they sold uh, the rights to uh, to Disney that that Lucasfilm was lit- that that was going to be like. The big feature of the 3D transfer of Return of the Jedi would be Snice Noodles' uh, lips coming out at you. I mean, t- I mean, um, the CGI aside, this is just a strange scene anyway. It's, I mean, it's a weird musical thing. It's just kind of thrown in there. Feels like. I but, don't understand. I don't understand. So the original number feels a lot more like the music that's already been playing at Jabba's palace, mm-hmm. and you know she's singing in, uh, and I don't remember the exact. Tatooinean? I don't really know exactly sure. what it is, but um, I, I'm not I'm not super up to date on my on that that aspect of Star Wars like languages and stuff, but um, but the yeah the, the number the number just is just very seamless with the scene. Uh, you know, you see the people dancing around, and then, and then it goes to the the Twi'leks slave girl who's trying to like who's kind of in in a, having a tiff with Jabba because he. he creepy slug pervert <laughs> and then and then he doesn't appreciate it so he tosses her the sarlacc it, it all kind of flows seamlessly but like in in the cut of with jedi rocks which is the name of that song which is so I, i'm so sad that the soundtrack that i have which i think is actually up here somewhere but it doesn't come with the original song it comes with jedi rocks hmm. so it's like i always skip over that because like i don't want to hear the but I mean, okay, it's catchy. It just does not belong mm. in this movie. I mean, there's a lot of weird CG parts. Like every CGI part in this movie is very noticeable. It's like, like the weird Ewok blinking. Yeah, that that's probably like the least egregious. I actually don't really have that big a problem with it. Yeah. My question, my question for that is more just um why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like why mm-hmm. is that? Like I, I almost feel like it was George being like, no, it's kind of weird when. Um, I'm watching the movie, and the little little fuzzy bears, uh, they don't blink. Um, so I'm going to make them blink. Uh, yeah. That'll, that'll be good. Mm-hmm. It really bothers me. 
Remember that classic line from uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi where Darth Vader goes, No! Yeah, oh, that was a great line. Yeah, I know. The, the thing I always the thing I always think about is, like, man, if only there was a way... Like, like the, it's almost like Lucas was looking at the original scene and be like, man, I, it's just that I wonder if there's a way to communicate what he's thinking to the audience. I mean, I, I don't... I mean, I'm not... He's only, like, showing me visually the whole time with with my with his son's death cries in the background and the lightning sound effects and the blue lights flashing and him looking back and forth but I mean, he just needs to say something there he really needs to just <laughs> no no has to be said yeah well it, and it's not just no it's no no <laughs> it's like oh it's so bad and i it's like darth vader has to say no that's his big line that that was like the 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 big line in revenge of the sith you know, the line that everyone loves in that movie, no one was laughing in the audience when they saw that. Um, <laughs> we gotta we gotta put in we gotta put in him saying no again to completely mm-hmm. undercut the emotional uh, depth of that scene. Which it does. I watching that scene without that, like honestly, like it it hit me in the pit of my stomach again. I've seen this movie many times, but like there's just something so like heart-wrenching about like him being so torn in this whole movie and then him finally making that switch and just understanding no this is what i have to do and yeah that's just something really really great about it but what other uh, to remind me of the some of the other weird cgi i'm trying to remember so yeah i'm, I'm interested like i, I wish because i don't even have a good memory of how it was before so yeah and I wish I had okay. something to compare it to. So I'm like trying to see, was this like this before? But there was a weird yeah. part where um, she was looking through a window or someone was looking through a window. And then they were, the whole gang was on one of those ships zooming by. And I was like, oh, that's not, that doesn't look good. But I'm, I, trying to, I'm trying to remember it. Were they? So this was at like when they're going to the Sarlacc or, yeah. Oh yeah, was yeah. it with Leia kind of looking out the at the There's, window? Yeah, there there are some weird compositing issues in this movie that you, I, the wonders of modern yeah. film filmmaking just can't get by. It's the weird green screen stuff. I think is what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, one of one of which is um, it's always been Luke in the Sarlacc pit, uh, or not the Sarlacc pit, the uh, fighting the um, Rancor? Rancor, the Rancor. Um, when, when he's, it's, it's especially the one where he's like shoving the stick up into it. Mm-hmm. It, it's clearly him with like a, with like a, a prosthetic thing around his, his body to make it look like it's grabbed onto him. Yeah. And it then it's weird, like him yeah. at a screen and then it, and then it like, it's like a weird cut to it, like getting put it in its mouth. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some weird stuff like that in this movie. It's some of it's just to do with the, just the age of the film and. There's it's yeah, it's funny because some of the because like Empire doesn't really have anything like that so I yeah it's interesting at least not that not not that I'm remembering anyways nothing nothing that like obvious there's a the the sail barge scene too had that too there is some weird like issues with with some of that um, definitely in this movie yeah uh, so yeah you're you're right about that and, and it, there's not much I I just don't know what there is to be done about it because it's just kind of the nature of how it was filmed so there's not really a cg can't really do it can only do so much <laughs> thank goodness anyway so uh also i, I paid attention from last time when we talked about 
the wipe cuts. I paid attention to every wipe cut. I was like, these are a lot of wipe Did cuts. You count them? I counted them, and, and there's about 21 that I counted. That's about roughly every other scene transition, <clears throat> I'd say, probably. Yeah, maybe, that's, maybe, that's uh, a lot of wipes. Worst. And there was like so yeah. many different wipes. It was like wipe cut down. Yeah, were, I know. I, I, I know some like some corner different corner. wipes in this one. Yeah, the corner to corner. I like the. There was one that was like, it was almost like a clock, but like, or like you know, kind of like a. Uh, oh yeah, they did that uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah, that one. A lot that one was one they used a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, um, they had a lot of wipes. <laughs> lot of it was wipes. just a go-to thing then. That's I mean, funny. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. Leia had a lot of different outfits in this movie. She did, yeah. Which a lot was... of different hairstyles, too. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I... this is the, the iconic Slave Leia Slave Leia, scenes. yeah. Which, um, I mean, Slave Leia... It's funny, because it's like... That's like the the iconic, like, nerd culture, se- sexy, sex appeal type thing. It's like, she's in the movie for, like, ten minutes with that. Yeah. Like, and it's no, like almost hardly even that. So sexy how, how Jabba... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a weird perv. Yeah. Sexy, very sexy. Oh, see, Jabba's great. That's that's one thing. I'm so glad that they didn't touch him with CG. Jabba still looks great. He's disgusting. He just... That's talking about great puppetry. Um, yeah. He's another great one. I think he had... I don't remember if he had two or three operators... But someone had to do the mouth and the, and the eyes and then someone else for the tail. I don't know if the rest of the body had someone too, but hmm. uh, yeah, another great, another great uh, practical effect that looks real. It looks like he's just, he's slimy. I like how like in different scenes, he's got like different like gunk on him too. Yeah. And like, and like C-3PO starts getting like when he, when he starts like hitting him and stuff, he's got like slime all over him. Like I love stuff like that. The little the little details. That's that's one thing that I, I always really liked about this movie. The little those little details like that. When, mm-hmm. um, well, these movies in general. My my critiques of this movie are more the narrative is sort of disjointed feeling, um, and that's kind of the nature of like it's the last part. We got to wrap stuff up, um, but it almost feels like you're hitting a checklist at the first half of the movie. It's like all right, we got to do we got to hit. There's, we got got to rescue Han. We got a Luke's got to go back to Dagobah because he said he was going to, and we got to wrap up some other like maybe like random things like oh, didn't you say uh, Darth Vader killed his father? Not that Darth Vader was his father, stuff like that, and so mm-hmm. like Obi Wan's explanations, where it's just like Alec Guinness clearly just didn't want to do it, and so he's just like yeah sure I'll I'll come and I'll sit on a log. For- <laughs> For like a day's worth of filming, yeah, and then and then, or I, I, well, he showed up again at the end. And he actually looked okay there. And we'll bring and we'll bring it. Hayden Christensen back. Oh my and god! Retroactively, just, yeah, that was. Oh, I hate that too. <laughs> I I can kind of understand what he's thinking with mm-hmm. Hayden Christensen, but my question yeah. is, why? <laughs> why indeed? Because like, why replace an actor? There was yeah. a guy there already. And why? Yeah. Why would he? Why? Why does Darth Vader get to be young Anakin? Well, like, well, Obi Wan's still old. You know. Yeah, that's my question. Why well, you got You can't replace uh, Alec Guinness. You could. You could put Ewan McGregor in there, but Ewan McGregor was probably like, oh, no. 
So um, just, and then just uh, young Yoda in there, too. Yeah, yeah they could have used, like, CG Yoda, like, superimposed him in there as, like, a Force ghost. Oh, that would have been just the worst. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was bad enough when you put Hayden Christensen there. And, like, nothing, no shade on Hayden Christensen. We'll get to that in time. No shade on Hayden Christensen for doing that. It's more shade on why, George, why? Right. Like, it's 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 just so strange to like erase. Like, okay, like... the guy who played Darth Vader, he wasn't doing like a ton of acting in that, but it's, mm-hmm, it's yeah. weird to like still wipe him almost completely out of the movie. And add in someone who comes into the Star Wars universe years later. Yeah, it's so strange. Oh. I just I don't. There's weird things like that. Um. But yeah, sort of back to the back to that. it feel feeling a little disjointed. It feel it almost feels like like kind of episodic and but the thing the thing that particularly watching it this time I was noticing more the one thing that stays really consistent throughout is is showing Luke's kind of journey in the in this movie itself and he's conflicted too because he doesn't want to he's kind of come to accept he's he's matured into an adult. He's matured into a practically a Jedi. I was gonna say Luke. Luke is not is, is he's past the point of the uh, annoying, whiny Luke in the beginning. If you look at the first movie now, it's night and yeah. day, and like yeah. the first scene you see him come in, in Jabba's palace, he's like yeah. completely new confidence he has now. Yeah, and he's like trying to pull some Jedi mind tricks, and doing a great job. I I yeah I just love how, I love his his character arc throughout these films. Um. And I just, I, yeah, I love the, the stuff with his hand, his robotic hand. I love how much that comes into play in this movie. Because he, he's like, he, he looks down at it from an occasion. Because he, it gets, he gets, it gets shot in the sail barge fight. Hmm. Um, and then he's kind of like, covers it, covers it up with a glove, with a new glove. I think he had a glove on already. But there's like bits and, bits and pieces of the, where it's sometimes, he looked down at it. Remember, there's a part where you're talking to the Emperor, he looks down at it, I remember. And then, of course, he looks down at it again when he cuts off Darth Vader's arm in a in a very poetic way. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, and then Darth Vader goes, No! <laughs> my goes, arm! No! And he is like, My yeah, arm! Have, instead of him going, Ah! Oh, no! <laughs> his arm, his arm flails in the air. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, so they should have added a shot of watching the watching <laughs> the, the arm. Oh god, yeah. yeah, the arms tumbling. Yeah, that whole the whole motif of like how the emperor is basically just grooming him to be another Darth Vader, because Darth Vader's old, Darth Vader's used up, and Luke has much more potential even than him, which is incredible. Having him re- look down and and realize the connection to his father is like I, maybe I'm not so different from him he's like i'm angry i'm fighting against what you're saying what you're standing for that you're going to turn leia um but then coming to the realization after he's kind of given in to face her more dark side instincts of seeing his father's robotic arm how it's uh, then looking down at his own it's just it's just this really great that's something that I'm. You can't add a line to that. That's visual storytelling. That's you, him, you making a connection with Luke about him relating to his father now, even, even, even more. Um, 
not just on a on a I'm your son, but like almost at a physical level. Like I have I have stuff like that in me too. But clearly he's still a person. He's, there's still good in him. And then rejecting the emperor's call, essentially. Uh, one of my favorite lines of defiance: "You failed, your highness." He's <clears throat> like, "No, I'm not going to give in to the dark side. I won't do it." The dark side is really some shit too. It's like. <laughs> no, yeah. we're winning we're converting you to the dark side because now you're mad at us so it's like oh yes you give in to the hate just like them hating like I hate the dark side oh you're coming over the dark side now because you're hating it great <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that I'm just going to be nice to you okay well, we've got to respect it you know as a as a as a force as a opposing entity respect it uh, and control yourself not to be succumbed to it. But, I mean, it's like you're killing criminals, you know. It's like saying Batman. Yeah. Batman. So Luke, so Luke killing Jabba wasn't, uh, wasn't a dark side, you know. Yeah. He did. He tried to offer a way out of it multiple times. <laughs> he, he, he said, I, lo I loved it. He was like, it's that's still... the last mistake you'll ever make. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it still counts. Leia went over to the dark side when she... Well, she choked him out with the chains. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've succumbed. <laughs> that classic line from from Jabba. Yes, you have succumbed to the hate. You want a longer journey? Embrace the dark side. What do you? What do you? Do you like? Or what do you think of the whole indoor speeder bike chase stuff? There's that's a another, lot of that. That's another thing. That's another green screen thing. Yeah, a lot of green screen. <laughs> green screen there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know some people are just saying George cheaped out uh, in the filming of this one because he produced this one. And it's just like, let's just film it in California. Yeah. And they filmed basically the whole movie in California, Death Valley, hmm. and then in the Redwood National Forest, basically. Um, or Sequoia National Forest. I don't remember which. But I mean, I the one thing that I really like is that the, each film has almost a different color palette in your mind. The first one is kind of a gold. Uh, the second one is like a blue or a white. Yeah, a blue, a blue or a white, I would say. And then the third one's like kind of a green. Mm -hmm. I, I like how each film has its own color identity, kind of, because it keeps it fresh. The not every film is very, and, and it doesn't just have to do with the fact that they're all directed by three different people. But I think it it gives the films their own identities from each other, despite the fact that they're part of a series. And I kind of like that. I like the Endor stuff. Um, I do think the I do think the battle drags on a little bit, uh, particularly when we're spending like twenty five minutes in front of a door, uh, while a giant space well a more mm -hmm. interesting space battle is going on up above. And which, then, by and the I, way, and... <laughs> what what's that? Oh, yeah, I was gonna say the space battles in this. If you thought if you thought this, the the fight against the Death Star in the first one is really exciting, which it is, I, I this is some of like my favorite space combat in an sci-fi film. Hmm. I think it, I just it's so it feels hectic and like it really uses um, three dimensional space like very well, where it's like um, because if you're if you if you pay attention to like all the backgrounds and stuff where they're all flying around. And stuff there's like the Death Star is like in a position at one point where it's like in front of them and then the entire fleet moves closer and they all got really close to it and then it's almost like the perspective shifts and it's almost like all the ships have almost um, come to where they're they're instead instead of 
uh, coming down towards it. They're they're like level with the Death Star, so it's almost like they've come up, and they're Z axis like this. And I, I love the the details and 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 all that kind of stuff, especially when the uh, the A wing gets uh, destroyed and flies through the bridge of the Super Star Destroyer, and the Super Star Destroyer comes down and it just crashes into the into the uh, Death Star two. Super cool. Or the Super Death Star. I don't know. I don't actually know what its name is. Mm -hmm. I think it's just called Death Star 2, if memory serves. Or the other Death Star or something. I don't know. It's a, it's it's much bigger than the original Death Star. That's all I remember. You like, you like the over-the-top, I'm hit! <laughs> Explosion. <laughs> I'm hit! Yeah, I was just going to say that Han Solo goes in for a titty grab when... Uh... <laughs> when when leg is when leg is shot in the shoulder, I notice this every time. Like he, I, I mean, it's not supposed to be purposeful, but he like always grabs their, he like grabs their shoulder and then grabs their boob right after. Like, Leia. <laughs> and they do well. They do the inversion there too, where he says "I love you" and she says "I know." Oh. like that's cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. uh, the score. I think is great again i mean uh, you could say that literally like literally any of these movies mm -hmm. uh the one thing i really like about this one is calling back to basically all the, the major themes of all the previous films so we get the han and leia theme we get the uh the force theme obviously we get the, the imperial march um but then we get new themes on top of that we get like an ewok theme we have some of my favorite uh of the, the rebellion theme it's the i love that stuff and then like and then the emperor's theme this is like a men's choir singing menace menacingly yeah i like just the little interactions too like between c3po i mean c3po had a nice little uh moment in this movie with the whole <laughs> ewoks revering him as a guy oh yeah Oh yeah, and then yeah. Uh, I just like the interaction between C three PO and Han Solo. You know, that little uh, um, he's like, "Hurry up, will you? I haven't got all day." Yeah, <laughs> but he's like, "Yeah, they'll please the base, right?" And see if they get some supplies yeah. too. <laughs> hurry up, will you? I yeah, got all day. Hurry up, will you? <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I love when just when uh, Leia gives food to the Ewok, and then it just plops down next to him. Oh yeah, <laughs> so it's so cute. Yeah, do you know who Wicket is played by? Warwick Davis. Okay. And that's his first film role. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I memory serves anyway. Um, that's his first film role. So yeah, that's cool. I, I like. I, yeah, Wicket's great. He's just a cute little curious. Ewok. Mm -hmm. He's the he's the, the incompetent one. And he's just like, the one they're showing like, where they're all all the warriors are like throwing like their stones and he's like maybe hits his head. And... Mm -hmm. and her feeding, feeding him just turned out to be like the most useful thing. Like yep. <laughs> it paid off so much yeah. down the down the road. Oh, and there's a there's another. Oh, uh, the other one I like are the are the two that join uh, Chewbacca when they when they get into the ATSD mm -hmm. and. And like, and the one is like so happy to have Chewbacca. He just keeps like patting him and like petting him on the neck. Yeah, because <laughs> Chewbacca's like blowing everything up. And then there's the the one uh, hu hugging uh, Han Solo's leg when they're yeah, like, <laughs> he, loves, he just loves Han Solo so much. <laughs> he's just, he's just like this guy's great. I love him. Also, another another slight kind of issue with this movie I have, uh, Han Solo doesn't really have anything to do anymore. 
Hmm. I mean, he does. He does, but like for the most part, his arc is over. So they just sort of like throw in a weird, like, slightly jealous of Luke again, kind of, but not really. Oh yeah, that whole that the whole thing happened too. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little a little weird, but um, I still like Han in this movie though. I still think he's charming and great. I mean, that interaction with three PO. Um, I do I like mean, the little conversation with Leia at the end too. Oh yeah. Where he's like, I mean, I'm sure Luke wasn't on that thing. And, <laughs> and then he's and he's like, you know, when Luke comes back, I won't, I won't get in the way. Or That's well, fine. another, yeah, other good stuff too is uh, like Han's like, oh, I think my vision is getting better. Instead of one big dark blur, it's one big bright blur. Then Luke's like, no, nah, there's not much to see here, anyways. I used to live here, you know. You're gonna die here, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, that's <laughs> that's one of my favorites. And also, um, Chewbacca telling Han Solo that Boba Fett's there. Boba Fett! Boba Fett! <laughs> he can't see anything. He just beats Boba Fett, and then <laughs> Boba Fett dies. And then everyone's hype for Boba Fett was... No more. Yoda died in this movie, too. Yeah. Y- Yoda very, came into the movie just to die. Pretty much. In a very excellently performed film, uh, <clears throat> performed scene, I should say, again. Uh, incredible work by Frank Oz. Um, I mean, there's not really much more to say, I don't think. Uh, I, I do like how it, everything ties up in a neat bow. There's not really any loose ends. Um, it's a satisfying conclusion. Uh, everybody gets together in the end. So this is one thing that I, I'm mixed about with this with this special edition, is the addition of the all the, like, Across the galaxy, everybody's celebrating because the Emperor's dead. All that kind of stuff. Um, I like that. Um, I don't really like the fact that there's a Gungan saying, We saw free! Mm-hmm. Uh, in Naboo. I really could... I could do... I could... Don't need that. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, that's shades of things to come. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> I'm just trying to think if there's any other things to note about that. But oh, the music change. I don't really like the music change. I just think it's kind of like not as charming. Or I like Yubnub a lot, and I the the what the do 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 has always felt so corny to me. Whereas whereas Yubnub felt like a genuine celebration that's going on on the planet. On, on Endor, so it's just, I don't know, it feels more homey and and like they're all, everyone there is celebrating I like the focus being on the group, our group of characters that we know and love as opposed to the, the way the special edition does it makes sense if you're watching them from movie 1 to movie 6 and it's the same thing with the Hayden Christensen change kind of, except I don't really like it still <laughs> it makes sense if you're watching it in order 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 but if you're watching four or five, them in release order, it makes literally no sense. Mm-hmm. You're just like, what are these planets? What is all this stuff? What is all this crap? I don't mm-hmm. know what any of this is. And I think that's the most important thing about trying to preserve a movie the way it was originally made. So you can watch it the way it was when it released. I mean, I, it just, I, I just don't, yeah, it's sad. Mm-hmm. 
Thankfully, this discussion, me, me complaining about all the changes is, is over and done with now, though, because um, we get to enjoy films that don't really have all that edits. No changes. Um, no, you, you didn't like the new edits in the, in the prequel trilogy where they added practical things post, <laughs> in post-production? That would be so weird. <laughs> well, they did, well they, I will say they, they did change. We'll get that when we talk about Phantom Menace. They did change Yoda. I guess I'll just mention it here. They changed Yoda because the original cut of the film... He, the pup, okay, this is funny, because I'm complaining about changes. I, I'm not going to complain about this change, because they didn't get Frank Oz to do the puppetry, he just did the voice, mm -hmm. and the puppet that they used in the original cut of episode one looked terrible. Mm -hmm. Like, he, the, I don't know if they were trying to make Yoda look younger or something, but he just looks wrong, and it, the articulation's bad, it just looked terrible, so. Nice. One change, that's, that's one change I kind of am more indifferent, but also a little bit thankful just because it keeps the movies, the prequels consistent, is that they put CG Yoda in, in the place. And mm. also because the puppetry is bad. No offense to that person, I'm sure they're wonderful, but you're no Frank Oz. <laughs> yeah. Step down. Final thoughts and rankings. Score. Yeah. Score. Ranking score. This is tough because I think there's a lot, a lot of stuff that I like here. But overall, I do agree that the overall narrative isn't as strong as the other two. And, I mean, the ending is really, really strong. I think that's a really nice... And there's some really standout moments in here. I mean, I like the Ewoks, but I think it would have to give it an 8. 8 out of okay. 10. Okay. Only because I gave A New Hope 8.5, so I was like deliberating whether I should give it the same score or lower. Is basically what I was between... Uh, and I think it should be a notch below because it's just like noticeably not as strong as the whole product. Yeah. And a, a story, you know. Yeah, I, I'm kind of torn in between two scores. I'm torn between eight, five, and a nine. Um, I think the movie is the movie's very. I love this movie. Um, I think it's great. Still, I do think, like I said, I do think it suffers from some problems with just a narrative. Maybe, I don't know if it's pacing as more in just in terms of it It doesn't have, the through narrative isn't as strong. It does feel disjointed and it isn't till we get to um, to the rebellion deliberation with Mon Mothma that the movie kind of really feels like it's it's coming together. Um, which is like 40 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's some, some, some issues with that. Um, despite the fact that those those other two major scenes are fun and they're nice. The two, the uh, Yoda stuff and the and the do, stuff back on Tatooine. Do you like the Han, Han Leia titty grab? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, big, big highlight. I like big, the no. And I like the singing in Jawa's palace. That performance is great. So yeah, that, that really raises it above. Um, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna stick with the eight five. Uh, I think I'll stick with the eight five just because it, it is a little. Not quite as strong, um, but I do still really like this movie a lot. Um, and uh, I mean, you always get included when you're watching the, the the original trilogy. It's it's just a great conclusion, satisfying. Yeah. Well, that gives Alrighty. us eight point twenty five out of ten. Tarkbound yeah, yeah. score. All right, so stay tuned next week. I don't know. At some point, we have double features going on, mm. so that might be next week. Or maybe not. I don't know. We but, can, yeah, well, we'll figure it out. At the very least, we have episode one 
next. We're going back in time. 30, <laughs> 35 years, I think it is. So, hmm. yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for watching. Until next time, all right? <laughs>